Welcome back to the Figured Out Podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Natasha. And we are so happy you guys joined us for another episode. Mm-hmm. I will say we are recording at like a million o'clock because daylight savings has happened. And here we are in the dark. And it's been dark for how many hours? Natasha, we can't even record an episode around daylight savings without you making a comment about I it. I know. Because literally this entire week has just been so sad. It's like you just... Wake up, go to work, come home, go to sleep because it's just so dark. That's so not true. I Okay, I agree. Like it's dark super early now and it's frustrating. But I just think people are so dramatic about daylight savings. And we have this conversation every six months on the podcast when daylight savings occurs. I brought it as a hot take once. Like, like yeah, it is, it is a little like jarring. It changes your schedule up, but people are so dramatic about it. And I will continue to be dramatic about it every year. Anyways, we can move on. I might put a poll up and just like hear where people are at we have done a poll i know i would just like to check in again we've got new people <laughs> listening we really do um and right now honestly just because we're here i'm just gonna say if you're new to the podcast if you guys would be willing to um follow the podcast or give it a, a review that really helps us um reach more people through our podcast so we would really appreciate if you would take the time to do that yeah for sure um also, this is a fun podcast, and yes. it's kind of a fun one because Emma and I didn't write it. Yes, and honestly, writing podcasts regarding relationships is just too stressful because there's so many, like, just different perspectives, but this is one that we've created through you guys, to be honest. We have asked our, our mainly social media followers, but also texted people um, and messaged people asking for their green flags in relationships, so um, just, like, let's define green flags just in case we need to. Yeah. Okay. This is something that is like, if a guy has this, or I mean, in the next episode, if a girl does, but if a guy has this, you're like, "Mm, he is instantly more attractive. And it's not like necessarily like he has to have all of these things, right? Mm -hmm. But and like not having them doesn't disqualify them necessarily. But it's just like, they're so much more attractive. Yeah. I think like the green flag kind of correlates with like a stoplight of like green means go like it, yeah. it's a good sign to move forward versus typically things are said more in terms of a red flag meaning like hey you should stop yeah like this is don't go any farther that's what it means in a stoplight and then like in a relationship as well so now that we've defined cultural terms for you that everyone probably minus two people knew let's continue well honestly i think this is helpful because w- people always talk about red flags right mm-hmm. but then what they ask you is like so what are you looking for in someone you know and mm-hmm. so this i think is a even more helpful list of yep. like what are the positive things that you should be looking for in somebody and if it's not kind of in your on your radar to pursue someone that's like this um these are not just our ideas but other people's ideas of like hey this is something that you should look for in somebody yeah um and honestly we had a lot of overlap in the same thing so this episode specifically we are taking all the responses we got from girls um i will say a lot of them are interchangeable yeah but these are the all the responses we received from girls saying what they look for in guys and so that's the list we're going to go through today this is not natasha's in my list like we we didn't put any of these on here we'll agree with a lot of them like we'll read them off and kind of give our comments and a lot of them like they're they're great but these are not what we created so um we honestly this is like a good survey of a lot of different girls Mm -hmm. also it's fun because i think we agree with them all but it's fun to hear other people kind of Mm -hmm. like also reaffirm what we've you know like what we've been looking for in people too so Mm -hmm. anyways okay without further ado we're gonna start off with number one when i I also wanted to sorry i have to jump in and say like this isn't in order (laughs) oh yes i forgot to to mention that as we're about to read number one and i'm like this isn't the top thing i mean yeah these are completely just put in in order of received not in order of not even that no it's like 
Just oh, random. From last to first. Completely I random. Down the list. Anyways, okay. we don't need to describe the order anymore <laughs> that it's just like in no order whatsoever. So first on the list. Yeah. <laughs> but not first in importance. In our hearts. <laughs> in our hearts. Um, is Green Flag, number one, when he keeps his house or apartment and car clean. Mm-hmm. Which is like so valid. Yeah. Because, like, eventually, if you're dating someone, why are you laughing? <laughs> Only because, guys, I got into my car today, and I was like, oh, my gosh, it is so messy. And Justin's car is always clean. I was like, I just need to not live like this anymore. Like, I need to just clean my car. And so I, I did think about this today. And then yeah. I came home, and we recorded a podcast, and that was the first on the list. Yeah, I will say mm-hmm. your car isn't the cleanest. But this was on the Green Flags list from Girls for Guys. Right, yeah. I'm sure Justin is totally attracted to you and your dirty car. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Okay, they also said, like, under the, the title of cleanliness mm-hmm. or the Green Flag of cleanliness is good hygiene. Which, and that's like, a very valid one. I don't know if we really need to, like, expand more upon this, like... If the, if the options are good hygiene and bad hygiene, you choose good hygiene 100 out of 100 times. One more story before we move on about hygiene is one of my coworkers, the summer that her husband really liked her and wanted to ask her out, he wore the same shirt every time she saw him because <laughs> it was his nicest shirt and he felt like he looked his best in it. And every single That's time so she funny. saw him. So I will say, like, this is a green flag, but maybe don't, like, don't, don't cut someone off because they wear the same shirt every time you see them that's so funny like that's so like intentional on him i know and also on her to like notice like i know that's just very cute I and it, it was clean it wasn't like the dirty shirt of but because he looked his best right anyways okay <laughs> we can move on to our next one all right our next one we got several times and i would agree with it is when he's good with kids and then they put a hard eyes emoji after this one this one is very true mm-hmm. i don't know there's something about a guy holding a kid that you're like oh that's so cute. I know. I think, honestly, I think this one is a big one because I think it just shows a softer side than guys typically walk around with. Also, I think it kind of goes against this narrative that, like, guys aren't good with kids. And so mm-hmm. when you see that, it's just, like, refreshing. And you're like, oh, yeah, like, a guy can completely, like, be great with interacting with kids. Mm-hmm. But it is just maybe more attractive because we always hear, like, that's not how guys are. Yeah. Well, I think... Honestly, when you're around a child, like, you are often, especially not your, like, own child, but you're in charge of disciplining and raising, like, you are, like, a very kind, gentle, fun version of yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's so it shows those really good qualities. Yeah. I mean, and even if it's, like, still, it's not your kid, you're not in charge of raising it, like, you still have to be patient to interact Mm -hmm. with a kid. And, like, fun and willing to be kind of silly and Mm -hmm. all of those things that are great to see in a guy. So Mm -hmm. I would say this is a huge green flag. For sure. Um, moving on. Yeah. Another one that um, someone submitted was he still wants to hang out with his friends too. Doesn't expect you to only hang out with him, but will still make time for you. Hmm. I think this is great. I mean, we've talked in our red flags one about like the importance of someone having community mm-hmm. and how if they don't like that can just be a pretty big red flag because who's holding them accountable in life? Who's, you know, who are they walking with? And so I think someone that has friends that he's still interested in hanging out with, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. That's a great thing to see in somebody. Yeah. Uh, we never shy away from talking about community on this podcast. I feel like Every episode, it comes up of how important it is, how grateful we are for it. And so I think this is a huge quality you would look for in someone you want to date because you want them, A, to be a part of your community, but you want to be a part of theirs too, Um, whether that means like they're just their family 
um, but they're friends and all, all everything they're a part of eventually like those kind of merge. So you want them to be involved in, in things that you also respect. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, and then kind of a last thought on that too, like the second part of this green flag was that they don't expect you to only hang out with them. Like mm. that they are giving your friends the time of day too. of yeah. like, Hey, I value that you have community mm-hmm. and like we both should be invested in yeah. those respective communities. Well also, yeah, still making time. Mm-hmm. And I think this maybe is like a green flag that kind of goes into dating. Yeah. Like I would see this more as like, if you're in a relationship mm-hmm. and trying to evaluate if this is a healthy relationship and it's working well, this yeah. would maybe be where I would say, Hey, are you guys making time for people that aren't mm-hmm. each other? Yeah. I'm respecting that yeah I feel like I like Justin does this really well of like he really like respects our friendship Mm -hmm. and I I, but also like wants to like take time to hang out with your friends which is like me (laughs) (laughs) but I think like that's been so fun to like get to know Justin because he wants to know us as well as like we want to know him and so like those interactions and like the merging of community has been really good too and so again that's not really like a if you're interested in someone is more of like as you're dating someone but I do think like maybe like we switch how we're talking about this of like green flags you still look for them when you're dating someone yeah I mean going back to what you said at the very beginning of like hey red flags are in a relationship too like when Mm -hmm. you're already there like if this is happening you stop dating them but also like likewise you're evaluating someone while you're dating Mm -hmm. and looking for green flags to say hey I'm going to continue staying in this relationship and hoping that it's going towards marriage and making mm-hmm. progress in that. And so, yeah, look for these type of things mm-hmm. also within your relationship. Yeah. Um, because a lot of times, too, like there's the narrative and the danger, I guess, that someone would change, you know, how they're acting in order to date you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you really want to hold them to the same levels of accountability and standards that you would set mm-hmm. to say yes to dating um, while you're in a relationship and not lowering that at all because you're committed in, in a fraction of a way compared to marriage oh for sure yeah um okay moving on this one's kind of just seems like a 180 but someone submitted is musical in some way what are your thoughts okay this one I thought was really interesting because I think it's more on to like like this was her green flag for someone like mm-hmm. this would really put them on a higher pedestal in her mind and a lot more willing to like pursue a relationship with him if he was musical in some way mm-hmm. and I think that really goes into like sharing your interests mm-hmm. and I mean, we're all wired differently. We all have like passions and giftings that God's given us. And so for this, I think I know she is a musical person. And so for her to have someone that would want to walk alongside mm-hmm. her in that, I think would be huge. And like, that's really important for a lot of people to have someone that, like shares your passions. Right. I think like, yeah. So we take like, I, I wouldn't say I'm like the most anti-musical person. Like I do know how to clunk my way through a piece of piano <laughs> and I can read music. But like if someone's like, I'm looking for someone who's musical, I wouldn't raise my hand and say, I'm the girl for you. <laughs> but like, you know, know what I mean so but there are those people who are like I like someone who plays spike ball like hey I, I do that every week you know? yeah yeah like there's like different interests and I think um I think just maybe a green flag is shares similar interests as you or like wants to pursue the same passions as you yeah I will say like I want to put a little asterisk by this one because I think people can f- try to be like too specific in this area where it's like the person that I go out with has to share exactly everything that I am passionate about Mm-hmm. And that's where I think things can get a little bit different because it's like, I mean, you want to have common interests. Right. Otherwise, I, I feel like you probably wouldn't, mm-hmm. like, dates wouldn't be fun because you both wouldn't <laughs> enjoy doing what the other person enjoys mm-hmm. doing. But, like, I guess how, how much do you think you have to align in someone's interests and passions or how much would someone have to align with yours in order for you to want to date them? You know, I don't think it's – maybe I'm back or walking back from what I just said, but I don't think it's a critical – yeah. I think, like, there are, like, certain things, like, you want to have things that you enjoy doing together, but, like, 
I don't need someone to be interested. I always say a, po- a hobby of mine is podcasting. Like, I don't need someone to have a hobby of podcasting because, like, I have my friends I do that with. Yeah. You know, Natasha. And so... <laughs> and I will not be replaced. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. I think it's... Yeah. Uh, um, so, I'm trying to think of other hobbies, like, like running marathons like i've committed after this summer to never run a marathon but like if someone who i marry wants to run a marathon like that doesn't stop me from wanting to marry them you know like you can have opposite things but like please never expect me to run a marathon (laughs) never yeah i think it's just like you want someone that will support your passions but you don't necessarily need them to align perfectly Mm -hmm. or like be the exact same level of interest in them and so I think like with this one, like for this, it's probably more important that someone would support her love for music or um, performance mm-hmm. of music and not so much important that they themselves are like super musical. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe that's not the case. Like it could be someone that's like, I always wanted to have a bluegrass band with my family. And so <laughs> if he can't play the banjo, like mm-hmm. he can't be like, that's not the one. Right. So like I understand like maybe the, there are passions that's like so important that they have to fit that box. But I think mm-hmm. there's a little bit of like leeway here to have it be someone that doesn't share your interest directly yep. but will support them yeah i think a great example of this is so someone else submitted um a green flag was that they listened to taylor swift and we decided because it <laughs> involves music to put it under this hierarchy of like um interest and whatnot but um i think justin's relationship with taylor swift not like relationship but <laughs> like his love of taylor swift is a great example of this because i really like taylor swift and i will say for everyone that hasn't heard this yet, but just so we're all clear, I don't follow her on Instagram. I wouldn't classify myself as a Swifty, but I do appreciate her music, right? And since dating and then becoming engaged to me, Justin has started listening to her music. Mm-hmm. And the other night, Emma and I and a couple of their friends um, went, well, one of our friends really wanted to go see the Taylor Swift movie. Mm-hmm. And so invited us along and Justin came. And he did fall asleep for a little bit of it, but like he came and shared in that moment. And like, that was really fun to be like seeing songs with my best friends and my fiance and like to have that moment together was awesome. (laughs) Does he need to love Taylor Swift and know every single song? No. But the fact that he was willing to come to the Mm -hmm. Taylor Swift movie and, and spend that time with me like that meant a huge, huge, um, Mm -hmm. it meant a lot. So yeah. We're spending a lot of time on this point, but this just reminds me of one final, like, story that, like, actually, I'm just going to, like, I think it's from, like, ninth grade. And um, this was one of my friends who I have from high school, so uh, I don't know if she even remembers this, but I remember her and her boyfriend once got in a fight over, like, what they would watch on Monday nights because there's football on Monday nights and oh. The Bachelor used to be on Monday nights. I think it still might be. I don't even know. I don't watch it anymore. But they were, like well, we'll watch The Bachelor together on Monday nights. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, there's Monday night football. And I just remember there being this, like, tension between them. And, like, most households have two TVs. <laughs> but, like, like you don't need to share in them. It, it, this is just a, it just reminds me of that, like, whole, like, the different interests. And, like, you want to share in them together. Yeah. And she was just going off on, like, there are three other times. Like, two <laughs> other times where football is we can watch The Bachelor and you can. And it was just a funny. That is really funny. funny. I mean, this is something that comes up in relationships a lot. So mm-hmm. I think if you're someone that's like, oh, I don't know if I can date him because he loves football and I don't. Like, that could be a hard thing. <laughs> but I think also, you know, fantasy's fun and it's a fun thing to get into. So there's ways to redeem it. Emma's doing <laughs> really well right now in her fantasy our fantasy league but it's really hers (laughs) (laughs) no that's not true that's not true at all i i i did get really lucky um with some picks 
I will just say, <laughs> I'm, I'm having a lot of fun playing fantasy this year, a lot more than last year. <laughs> but last year, I got last place. No, I didn't. I got, like, second to last. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, well, I think this could be a whole podcast, maybe in and of itself, to be like, how do you navigate this? But for right now, we're going to move on to our next, um, our next, uh, I almost said hot take, our next green flag. And um, that is a busy schedule. And after that, they wrote, it shows that they have friends that they stay connected with and also have hobbies. Mm -hmm. Um, What are your thoughts on that? I think that's true. Maybe I'm saying that because, like, we have busy schedules, so I want to be like, hey, it's okay to have this. But, like, no, I think that's that's really valid. I would say that's – I would say if it's – if we're if we're talking comparisons of a busy schedule versus a blank schedule, I would I would be more worried about someone who has nothing to do yeah. than someone who has too much to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because also, I guess it, it really depends on what the breakdown is of what are you busy with. Because yeah. Because what you do with your time kind of shows what, what's important to you. Um, but, like, yeah, if it's with friends and it's with hobbies and, like – like, for me, if it's, if it's with serving and with your church, like, those are really good things. And I love to see that in someone. Yeah, I would agree. I think between the two, I would say busyness is more of a green flag. Um, honestly, to not be busy, I would maybe wonder what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like, why not? Yeah. But, yeah, going back to, like, why are they busy? So pursuing mm-hmm. that a little bit deeper to just make sure they are, like, they have their priorities, mm-hmm. right? Um, That would be, like, my big thing is yep. that their priorities reflect something that yeah. you – would also share with because I think that could be the caveat mm-hmm. too of like busyness for the sake of being busy yep. would be um, maybe a little bit more of a conversation. Yeah. So follow up question on this then. A busy schedule, like how does that shift then? If like if you're interested in them or you're starting to date them, how does their busy schedule then correlate with the time that they now have to spend with you? Let's say yeah. they are busy and they're like, wow, I love how busy they are and how involved they are. Like that directly correlates to like if they don't have free nights, like where is where are they going to make time for you in that? And like, is that a red flag then? Well, I think that's such a valid question. Honestly, though, that was Justin and I when we started dating. Mm-hmm. We didn't go on our first date for two weeks because we were both too busy. And I think, how many times did you see each other between him asking you out and then you actually going on said date? Because like, we saw each other we a lot. We saw each other quite a bit. Um, we actually had a date zero mm-hmm. where um, we were playing spike ball together one night. And then afterwards, um, Justin had to work late. And so he was like, hey, do you want to come? And we've been talking about this espresso machine in his office. And he was like, show me how to use this espresso machine. So we went there and it was a lot of fun. We were both really nervous and <laughs> it was great. He then worked the whole night. That's so crazy. we can talk about that later. Um, but I think I also I was out of town for work. So that was part of it. So mm-hmm. I don't think we saw each other a ton, but it was still like, OK, how do you make this switch mm-hmm. from both of us? I mean, I had something planned every evening of the week. So now something has to change. And I think that's been a pretty big struggle just throughout life uh, or like throughout the last year of knowing that there's really not enough time for everything to um, be fit together the way like we would ideally like it. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, we switch podcasting around. I know he's kind of switched like how often he goes to play pickleball. Like there's been a lot of things that we've given up. I don't have a pickleball partner now because he said no to that because he wanted to date Natasha. I will say Emma probably drew the short end of the stick <laughs> uh, I, it's really okay and justin don't hear me say i'm absolutely upset about that oh uh, no just, it we, is we true, haven't though. played a pickleball tournament since i know you guys started dating. i know i want you guys to play pickleball because be then i can come and cheer you on yeah. oh i think you should next summer well he needs to start practicing again i know right? okay maybe in two years <laughs> <laughs> um no i would just say like you have to be realistic probably going into a relationship then of like all right 
I have to give something up or he has to give something up in order to make this work. Mm-hmm. What what are we giving up? Yep. Um, but also, I think it's a great way to make sure you're not going to like just spend so much time together because you you just can't actually because you're committed to all these other things. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think it's just that like, you have to have a lot more conversations about it from the get go. Um, mm-hmm. And again, going back to priorities, like you really have to see what matters. Like, Mm -hmm. how are we making sure we fit church in here? And how are we making sure we fit in the things that are really valuable and still making time for people that Mm -hmm. care about us and that we were committed to and not just dropping them? Because I think that can happen. That can be really hurtful for somebody, Mm -hmm. especially when you were really involved beforehand um, or and vice versa when they were really involved. Like you just you want to make sure that um, you're being conscientious of that, I think. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's move on. Um, this one came up. So this is a big one that we, okay, we actually wrote this one, but then there's so many submitted under this topic of like how they treat others. They treat others well and not just specifically you. Yeah. Obviously their focus is to impress you or maybe not obviously, but you're thinking like very linearly of what, how are they interacting with me? But I think the best, it's great advice to like say, open up your spectrum and look at how they treat other people. Um, one that we had submitted so many times was how a guy treats his mom and sisters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This one was something that people really, um, mentioned to us, but also is like something that I grew up hearing as Mm -hmm. well. I think you probably did too. And I think it's a great way to just see like, how does this guy treat the women that are closest to him? Because Mm -hmm. eventually someday you're hoping that'll be you. And if he's disrespectful to his mom or disrespectful to his sisters or just, you know, I don't know, like that would be a huge thing where I would wonder like, okay, is that going to be me eventually? Because Mm -hmm. that's kind of learned behavior. Right. Yeah. It's people that like, that are really close to him, but also that he's grown comfortable with. Um, Obviously, like after growing up and living like with sisters, like you're very comfortable around sisters. And so like, what is that going to look like when there is... when there is tension or when there is conflict or when their things are good or like how do you, how does he celebrate with people not just how does he be in conflict with people yeah one thing too with this and kind of more like his relationship with his mom and tell me what you think about it because this mm-hmm. just occurred to me when we were talking about it but like what is his level of responsibility because mm-hmm. I think sometimes it can be like oh like I my coworkers have said this before where they're like yeah you know when I I married my husband like his mom shopped for him and <laughs> and now I shop for him type of thing that's funny. but like that's kind of something where it's like now they're in the role that their mom was or that his mom was in that relationship not like completely I'm not saying like these guys are like <laughs> lame or anything like that they're great guys but um it was just like this funny yeah. thing and so I think there's something to that too of like okay you know is he like oh like my mom does my laundry, like then you're probably doing his laundry when you guys get married. And again, that's probably not the biggest deal in the world. And that's not really like a green flag, but because we're more talking about like how he treats her respectfully Mm -hmm. and how, you know, all of those things. But I do think the relationship with his mom is going to tell you a lot probably about your future. Incredibly valid. I think like, I don't think like dependency Mm -hmm. on mom and like, oh, we're so close that she does my laundry is something that's like cute. Yeah. (laughs) At this age, no. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I think beyond that, though, um, people submitted that when they show everyone kindness and respect, like that's a huge green flag Mm -hmm. Um, and just making other people feel loved and valued. Yeah. I like something that I've always said when it's like, what is attractive in a guy is like he's kind to people who are hard to be kind to. Mm. Like it's very easy to like, hey, these are my friends and these are people that are like I get along with and like here are some easy people to get along with. Like anyone can get along with them. Yeah. But it's like, what is it like when when someone is when at a gathering and like they're rubbing everyone the wrong way like how are they treating them then like when someone is harder to be kind to or it's just like there's frustration Mm -hmm. how do they respond to them in that and I think that's something just to keep note of 
For sure. Yeah, I think like you want someone that's not so concerned with themselves they can't mm-hmm. see other people. Yeah. And so really to make other people feel loved and valued oftentimes takes a ton of sacrifice on someone's part. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think especially like Emma and I hang out with friends in a large group a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And so we get to see everyone interacting together. And sometimes there can be like, um, you know, like you can't all have the spotlight in mm-hmm. a way, right? It's not coffee that you're sitting down with one person mm-hmm. and asking them how they're doing and all the focus is on that conversation, right? Yeah. There's a lot going on. And so I think for other people to just be like, I don't need to be the one that everyone's looking to. And like, I can help love others well mm-hmm. in this and make them feel loved and included yep. and seen. Like that's a huge green flag. Mm-hmm. And that's something that, I mean, if you like someone, you're going to be looking for it anyways. But, like, you do sometimes have to seek out a little bit more because it's probably going to take the form of, like, a quieter approach. Mm -hmm, Definitely. Um, Just to wrap up this point of just other things kind of along this of, like, doesn't, like, how they speak of other people that aren't there, like, in person, like, I guess, like, in front of them or behind them, like, doesn't mock other people, um, doesn't speak poorly or gossip Mm -hmm. about other people. Um, yeah, I get Yeah, like you were saying, a servant heart, it goes above and beyond to make people feel seen, valued, heard. Um, yeah, the people like that, that's really great. Yeah. And I think like underlying this is kind of a, an attitude of generosity. Like you're giving of yourself mm-hmm. to make others feel loved or not feel loved, to be loved. Um, but yeah, how people, how a guy treats other people mm-hmm. is going to tell you a lot about them. If they treat other people well, that is such a beautiful thing to mm-hmm. see. Right, and that's, like, that is the attitude that they're going to bring back to you, too. Exactly. And sure, it might be hard in, like, a large, large group to see, like, wow, they are just, they're so, like, they're paying attention to everyone. And, like, I can see where there is a little bit of, like, not jealousy, but, mm-hmm. like, how, if you're you're so focused on everyone else and not just, like, noticing me. And, like, I, I don't know. I would yeah. say there may be some tension there, but I think, like, just remember that, like, the same love that they have for them, like, that's, that. That is going to fall back on you. When it's just mm-hmm. you two, you're going to receive all of that. Um, eventually, if you're looking like towards the future, like they're going to have that for your children mm-hmm. and for your extended family and all of that. I know this is such a tangent, but... No, I think that's a very valid point because I could look at something as like threatening mm-hmm. of like, oh, he doesn't take me seriously or like our relationship seriously or he doesn't, um, he's not interested in me. And I think like this is something where don't maybe write it off as a negative thing Mm -hmm. because it could just be like, wow, this is something that is so like healthily um, lived out where Mm -hmm. he is just pursuing other people for the sake of feeling loved, like that they Mm -hmm. would feel so loved and Mm -hmm. that they would know that they have a sense of belonging. Yeah. So for sure. Um, Okay. Our next one. All of these are just so randomly organized. Sorry. And like we're (laughs) reading them based on how people wrote them. So like there's not even parallel structure or anything. Yeah. What's our next one? Okay. Our next one is that they step out of their comfort zone for you. Um, And I think this is a really important one, actually. Uh, One of my friends submitted this and I was like, yeah, that's a really good one. Like they've all been really good. (laughs) But like I was like, oh, I didn't think of that one. Yeah. But I think this is so cool when people do that. I think it really shows, honestly, like that they don't have to have everything go their way. They don't mm-hmm. have to be the best at something. They don't have to do things they even want to do, right? Mm-hmm. Like they are willing to just do things that they're bad at, yep. not good at, or yeah. don't want to do because they're flexible people. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's a great quality, a huge green flag. Yeah, I know I've said this on another podcast of like, you don't always have to do things you want to do or get your way. And like, I th- I think people are just tendency, have a tendency to obviously want to do things their way. Um, but when, when there's just like, even if you can admit, like, hey, I'm really bad at this, or this isn't really my cup of tea, but I'll go for it. And how they carry themselves in that, too, is so huge. Of like, yeah. They're just willing to go for it, easy to <laughs> go along with the flow, all that kind of stuff. 
honestly, this one seems kind of rudimentary of like, you don't always get to do what you want to do, you know, (laughs) but it is hard to live out. And I think especially as adults, it becomes harder because we can do what we want to do, right? You don't have to go to everything. You don't have to be involved in things that you don't want to be involved Mm -hmm. in. And so I think it's really easy for someone to just say, oh, I don't want to do that or I'm bad at that. And like, that's how they could live. And I think that this is something where it is a huge green flag if they're willing to engage with things that they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. And especially maybe like if it's not like with the people they want to be hanging out with, but they're people that are important to you. I don't know. This goes mm-hmm. a, a, like beyond, I think, even just yeah. that they that they step out of their comfort right. zone. Like, like there's so many facets They see to the importance of doing it even so. I think this does kind of also hook back to what we were talking about earlier of separate interests but can support that. Like mm-hmm. maybe they don't want to do that, but they do. I think there is like value to like, hey, I don't really want to, but I totally support you in doing that. Um, I feel like I, I feel like I more than you, which is just funny. You bring up Justin a lot, but he's like our only example, so we're just gonna keep using him. Thanks, Justin. Um, like du- Justin plays Dutch Blitz with us. He does. <laughs> well, I mean, he tries. <laughs> just kidding. He just doesn't kidding. really play. <laughs> I love you, Justin. <laughs> I'm sorry. We always talk about you, but this is like a good thing. I mean, I know. Okay, honestly, you guys going into this podcast, I was like. I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, because Justin does this. But he does do all of these really well, which is a great affirmation that, like, oh, he's a good guy to get married to. Yes. But, um, but yes, so I try to, like, withhold. But thank you for not because now I get to, yeah. like, say all the examples that are coming to my mind right now. Right. Okay, well, continue. <laughs> was this one you were thinking? I was thinking he does this really well. Yeah, like, Judge Blitz is something that Natasha and I and another one of our roommates, we, we used to play weekly and now we play often but not as like we used to do all the time and so he's come into our little house <laughs> we we don't live in a little house and he, he knocks <laughs> but okay i'm gonna just rephrase this too like he comes into our housing dynamic and just kind of is like whatever whatever go along with the flow and like we play dutch blitz sometimes he doesn't typically win ever um but he has so much i don't know if he enjoys it but he has such a good attitude yeah and it's he makes it still fun to play with, even mm-hmm. if he's not doing well. Yeah, and I think this is just, like, a great example, a very silly and light example. Like, there are probably really serious things, but we'll just use Dutch Blitz as our example. Um, of, like, yeah, something he does really well. He, he probably isn't his favorite game in the world, but, like, he's always game to play. Yeah, and I think, like, this just goes, like, there's so many things in life that you're just not really going to want to do, but you have to or, like, need to get done. And I think, like, to continue on with Justin, like, he wedding planning like there's a lot of things that's like okay I don't want to spend my evening doing this right Mm -hmm. and it's just like kind of this checklist of things that'd be so much more fun to not have to right Mm -hmm. and yet like he's so good at just being like all right I'm gonna enjoy doing this and make Mm -hmm. it fun and even better than I am (laughs) and I think like it just makes it so like it's really helpful to have a person like that in life that Mm -hmm. is um one like doesn't take themselves so seriously that they can't do something they're really bad at. Mm -hmm. And also, too, like, is just encouraging in hard times. Like, I think Mm -hmm. on a deeper level, like, this is something that, like, you're going to go through hard things in life. Like, raising kids isn't always going to be fun. It's going to require you to wake up in the middle of the night when you don't want to. Like, Mm -hmm. there's just a lot of things where it's, like, to see this lived out now Mm -hmm. is really great. And it might be, like, a small example, like Dutch Blitz, and it might be bigger examples. But when someone is willing to do something they're not good at or mm-hmm. willing to do something they just don't want to do, it mm-hmm. is a hugely um, important thing to see in someone mm-hmm. and a, a great green flag. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. I feel like there's so many. Oh, there's so much more we could say under this point, too. Okay. Well, we did have the one that is important because it kind of goes off of this. Mm-hmm. And so, like, under under just, like, doing things you're not 
good at can oftentimes lead to like just anger maybe because you're you're not going to do well. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think something that's a huge green flag is like someone that is really, really patient Mm -hmm. and doesn't get angry and doesn't get frustrated Mm -hmm. um, and has a healthy relationship with competition. Like those Mm -hmm. are things that maybe like underneath the whole idea of steps out of their comfort zone for you um, are things to just like keep in mind because that's showing that they are able to just Mm -hmm. like regulate themselves and aren't going to be explosive, Mm -hmm. aren't going to be angry people when they aren't doing well or getting their Mm -hmm. way. Yeah. And I think like not just patient with you or like their teammates, but also patient with themselves. Yeah. And like, how are they, if something doesn't go their way, how are they going to react to within themselves and be super mad and like negative self-talk or are they just going to recognize like retreat maybe, you know, and it's like hard to be around them. I know. And you're like, all right, they're in a mood. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say that's kind of like to sum up that, Mm -hmm. that um, point is that green flag is encompasses Mm -hmm. that probably. Okay. um, Now I think we should move on. Um, Next one was good, healthy, positive reputation. Mm. This is a good one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) As if some haven't been, Um, but this is because you're able to know from like other people that they're living out their life. Well, Mm -hmm. I think it goes back up to like the treats other people. Well, Mm -hmm. if they have a great reputation, you're seeing that from other people. For sure. I think like, when you hear like positive things about someone from people you trust, then like it, it is like it's just a green flag of like, hey, if I've received this endorsement, it can give you a lot more comfort moving forward. It's not that you just just let your guard down, but when people speak highly of someone else, like they know you and they know this other person to some degree and they're able to like share good things about them. Yeah, for sure. I think too, like this is kind of maybe more when you're dating then too of like prioritize getting to know their friends or mm-hmm. other circles and like see how they act with them. See those friends' reputations because that also speaks to the person. Um, but I would say like that's something that helps to clarify too of like, okay, how are they actually when they're not mm-hmm. with me? Yeah. So then question, like would you would you ask people like, hey, what do you think of this person? Or like do you, do you seek out their reputation before you – like decide you're interested in them or go on a date with them or like decide you want to be in a relationship with them like do you have any thoughts on that I think that could be a wise thing to do I I think it depends on the context like how do you know this person um and like how are are you able to see them when you're you know in in ways that it's not just you and them um but like why not Mm-hmm. it probably wouldn't hurt to yeah i think like also you want like your friends behind you on yeah. things like that so it's good to hear things and also like you i think like sometimes it's hard for people to approach some it's hard for friends to approach them and say hey i'm i don't really like this in the person you're dating yeah. or seeing so like by seeking feedback even like you're giving them a space because obviously like it's not going to be fun to hear in the moment but you it might be really valuable to hear mm-hmm. and so for providing that space of asking like hey like what do you think of this person might be really beneficial down the road it might not be fun in the moment it might be really fun if they like respond great things and then you can like be it's more great confident. affirmation yeah, yeah like, you can be more confident in that then but if they respond with negative things like maybe that's like that was just the perspective you needed to hear Mm -hmm. but you didn't want to Mm -hmm. well and we talked about this in our standards podcast but the people that are close to you know you the best Mm -hmm. and so asking their opinion they're gonna know like oh this is what you valued or have told me you value and so I can I have a very you know accurate description of like what you're looking for in someone and if the guy you're interested in isn't landing lining up to that like I'll be able to see that maybe more clearly than you mm-hmm. will because you're interested in them and your judgments cloud and all of that you know and so I think it's super helpful to have people that 
know you well and ask their advice while dating and Mm -hmm. and it's great to hear like hey they have a great reputation and everyone's Mm -hmm. saying good things like that's awesome to hear but also and maybe I don't know if this is like green flag but just practical dating advice like if you're not getting that feedback from people um then that's just where maybe it's like a little yellow light you know like slow down little yellow (laughs) green yellow flag so um yeah okay good deal um this next one is very very there's so much in it but it's really short good communication we heard this from a lot of people too yeah so i don't even like obviously i don't know i don't know where do we go with this well i think maybe the one underneath it kind of goes into that Mm -hmm. but yeah there was a sub point that what you maybe we'll just dive into someone said plans a date not just asks you to hang out and those emphasized words were on all caps yeah and i think really like clear intentions like good Mm -hmm. communication clear intentions are huge green flags um girls don't like to just be talked to they like to go on a date like we want to know where you're at and i think like that's something that is hard maybe as like a woman like you're waiting a lot of times to be asked out because sometimes guys don't want you to initiate and so like that's a really hard spot to be when you're interested in someone like where do you go from there so if the guy you're interested in is pursuing you clearly that is a really attractive thing um I think that that helps and I mean we've said this before guys like girls don't judge you for asking them out Mm -hmm. so if you're on the fence you probably should just ask her out because she's here wondering if you're gonna you know wave your green flag and say (laughs) good communication i'm gonna pursue you you know let's go on a date like that will help you Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like we hear it on becoming something all the time like clarity is kindness Mm -hmm. um and so like that's just the i think it's a great route to go yeah honestly this goes into the next one i think these were all kind of very similar they were written by the same person so Mm -hmm. emphasis on on all these um but that they can talk in person with you and not just over media. Mm-hmm. And this has become like a, a much more like yeah. practical one. Oh, I saw this funny meme today. Meme, I guess, is the right word. Um, that someone like, hey, I saw you liked my Instagram story. So I was wondering if you wanted to spend the holidays together. <laughs> and like, that's obviously like not us at all. But it's just like, it was just funny because it's just like the jumping to conclusions. But anyway, well, but also like people do so much over technology that's kind of like true in that sense mm-hmm. where it's like oh i'll like comment on your post i'll like i'll text you i'll dm you but like i'll never ask you on a date or, or when you, i don't even know how to talk to you in person yeah it's like when you're in person you don't talk to each other mm-hmm. oh red flag no um so one of my friends recently got married mm-hmm. and um and she's actually a friend from middle school so we haven't in high school we haven't seen each other a ton in the last couple of years but um went to her wedding and her and her husband met on i think it was on hinge and um her friends made her the account just for fun right they're like we're gonna set you up type of thing Uh okay but her husband made the account because he wanted to find a wife and so he he went and um and started like talking to people on the app and his dad said to him and they're like a a farming family out in south dakota right Mm -hmm. goes Son, if you're gonna if you're gonna pursue these women, you need to ask them on dates. You cannot just talk to them, right? So he went on twenty eight first dates. That's crazy. Before before my friend, so she was the 29th one. Oh my goodness. But I do think that that is still attractive. Like, obviously, he was he was not gonna waste people's time. I think this really comes down to like not just toying with someone and not wasting their time. Like being willing to actually say, "Hey, I'm talking to you because I'm interested in you and I want to." pursue getting to know you better for the intention of marriage like Mm -hmm. that is a hugely important thing and um to do that and not just 
message someone or not just talk to them and have that person that you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think like another thing with this, it's kind of like the reverse of like, isn't on your phone when you're in person all the time. Yeah. Like, they're not attached to their phone. This is just like in general, like people who are just glued to their phone are really hard people to just be with in person because they're not even fully present with you. But like, what's more important on your phone than like this moment, even yeah, if it's just like playing sure. a game or just having a conversation or you're in a group of friends, like. I mean, and I don't want to say, like, you cannot look at your phone because there might be something that's more important. You might need to take a phone call. You might need to check the email. You might need to do something. But, yeah. No, but it's true. And I don't always do this well. Like, this is something that I think is a struggle for all of us because we Mm -hmm. are just so used to using our phone. And so it's something to be conscientious of Mm -hmm. both as, well, as everyone because you want to be, like, pursuing or emulating what you're pursuing. Mm -hmm. And it's just, like, so force of habit. I found, like, if I, like, leave my phone in my coat pocket by the door, like, I don't even need it. But if I, like, have it with me on the table, I'll just be checking it because, like, that's just, like, we're so force of habit. Yeah, well, you don't even think about it sometimes. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I'll just check my phone. Or I got a text message. You hear it buzz, and you're like, your first instinct is like, okay, I'll check that. Even though it's like, there's no one I really need to talk to right now. Yeah, like, I'm sharing an actual in-person conversation. But, like, we're sitting here, and both of our phones are within reach, and, like, we're checking them. Yeah. I don't know. Um, No, that's very, very true. Okay, next one is that they um, are humble and take ownership and responsibility for their actions. Which is huge. Like, Mm -hmm. these all are huge. But I think, like, honestly, this one is a huge route to, like, so much success in a relationship if people bring in humility and ownership and responsibility. Yeah. I think you're going to have a very successful relationship Mm -hmm. if someone can do that. Yeah, I think I... Like, the ability to just apologize, to admit when you're wrong, or to not always need to be right, or to learn, just to have, like, a mm-hmm. learning attitude towards things is so attractive. Yeah. I just think this opens up the door for so much potential, mm-hmm. right? If someone is humble and someone is responsible and also someone is willing to take ownership, like, they are – you can have so many differences and I say this carefully and like every case is unique but I think you can have a lot of differences and still be able to go through life with them Mm -hmm. because the foundation of how to navigate relationship is there Mm -hmm. right they don't have to be right so when you disagree about something you can have a conversation Mm -hmm. about it and come to maybe like a a compromise or a conclusion that's factual and not Mm -hmm. just someone's opinion so I don't know I think that this is just something that foundationally they should have again this wasn't really in the list of importance but maybe we put the two most at the (laughs) end and so I think this is something to not not overlook if someone isn't exemplifying these these Mm -hmm. things that would be a pretty big red flag yeah um but then yeah if someone is like this pursue them like that's a great thing Mm -hmm. to see in somebody definitely and I think that like stems from this last point that had was submitted so many times. So like we've got wonderful women submitting these answers that we'd love to set you up with. <laughs> <laughs> is loves Jesus with their whole heart. Um, another one was men can lead in a God centered relationship. Like there was responses, a lot of responses like that, because that is so important mm-hmm. um, to have in a relationship. Yeah, I mean at the end of the day, if they don't have, if they're not living for Christ, they're not going to love you well, mm-hmm. and so. Like, you have to have your priorities straight, and they have to love Jesus. Mm -hmm. And that's going to lead to so many of these things just naturally falling into place Mm -hmm. because it's rooted in their faith in Christ. And so um, I think that's huge. I think this the sub-point of, like, that they can lead a relationship with Christ well is important just because, like, you want someone that will take initiative for your family in that area. Um, I think that's like a great thing to see in somebody and Mm -hmm. it can be a struggle of like, Hey, maybe he really does love Jesus, but he's just like, I don't know. He's not a leader. And I think like, um, 
like taking initiative is a really attractive thing in someone Mm -hmm. and apathy in any area of life is something that would be like concerning. Mm -hmm. And so when it comes to their relationship with God, like that they are not just pursuing him for themselves, but for you and for your family, like to see that Mm -hmm. in somebody is huge. Yeah. And I think this is the stem to the humility, to servant leadership, Mm -hmm. to, to just generosity to a lot of these things that we've spoken about today um it really like you you, it's a lot of these things stem from that so yeah um great list ladies thanks for helping (laughs) us create this um tosh do you think there were things like what would you add like great list are there things that we think we missed well okay here's the thing most of the ones that were important were covered okay so i will say everyone that submitted things thank you you did a great job with that but no one put like likes coffee likes dogs like these could be deal breakers (laughs) <laughs> i was like not impressed no um no, no. I, mean, I will say yes like you want to have dogs in your future so like well that was something that i just couldn't you know but um okay just picture this a guy with a puppy mm. isn't he so much cuter yes and what does that show you hmm. he takes responsibility he is patient he's generous he's loving towards another creature right that is so many good things to see in a guy yeah i think like the whole like yeah thing is <laughs> I think the whole likes dogs thing kind of stems also from like that is good with children. Yeah. And I think a lot of the reasons why it's like cool to see a guy with kids is the same like the gentleness, the taking care of of, of you know, a dog. Yeah, completely agree. Okay. Um, would you add anything else to this list, Emma? You know, I think like this list is really great. Like I, if someone has all of these, like go for it. Um, I think another thing like that was maybe Emily or K- came throughout the whole podcast was like, just can have fun too. Yeah. I know we said a lot of serious things, mm-hmm. um, but I think like just like enjoys, enjoys life. Like they can yeah. just like find a lot of joy in silly things. They don't take themselves too seriously. Um, they're, they're fun to be with. I, I don't know how to like continue expand upon this point, but like not just like they have all these lists of like good qualities, but they enjoy life. Yeah, I mean, I think that's an important thing. And mm-hmm. it is different than anything that we've said just because, like, hey, all of these themes of, like, character are really important, mm-hmm. how you relate to others. But to be able to, like, loosen up and not take yourself yeah. seriously also goes a long ways. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's something not to overlook, too. Right. I think, like, let's just take, like, a bunch of the things we said of, like, is musical in some way. Like, basically just, like, has fun hobbies. Like, treats others well, makes them feel seen. Like, has fun with other people. Um well, I think the steps out of their comfort zone, yeah, like, like that kind of correlates to that. Like they, they can't have such a high, um, high view of themselves that they can't right. take themselves seriously mm-hmm. or they take themselves too seriously so yeah. that they can't enjoy what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And so I think like, that one seems silly, like seeming like being able to have fun, like just seems silly, but I think it's actually super important. I do too. Yeah. Um, I think that's it though. Next week. No, actually not next week. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Not next week. Yes. Sorry, because next week's Thanksgiving, so we have a special podcast um, coming out about Thanksgiving. But the week after, we're doing the guys edition, so Green mm-hmm. Flags and Girls, um, and hope you guys will join us for the next two. Um, again, like Emma said at the beginning, if you want to give us a follow on wherever you listen to your podcast or rate us there, that's super helpful. Mm-hmm. Or share this episode with somebody. That also is amazing. Yeah. Um, and if you want to engage with us a little bit more, you can follow us at Emma and Tosh. That's where we ask our audience like different questions when it comes to podcasts so um hope to see you guys there otherwise anything else emma no i think we'd love to connect with you on there otherwise we'll see you guys next week